0: Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 346 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today I'm going to be asking you the question who is in your tennis driver's seat? This is a really important concept to be aware of and understand who's really in control of your development. And this is just kind of based on a a story of uh, personal experience I had a little while ago. I'm not going to give any specifics on location or time or when or where I was working with just to protect uh, all those involved. But long story short, I was on a tennis court. I was giving coaching to, to a private student. And on the court next to me, there was another coach working with another student. And me and my student had kind of just walked out to the courts. We were getting set up for the day. I was setting up tripods for the iPad and for the, the camera that was going to be recording what we were doing. And on the court next door, the the student had just walked out to work with the coach that was next to us. And for a solid five or 10 minutes, the student just talked the ear off of the uh, the coach that was working next to us. And as he kind of controlled the the dialogue and the conversation, the, the focus was on his game. And it was abundantly clear that he wanted to communicate to the coach next to us everything that he knew he was doing right, everything that he knew that he was doing wrong. And he was trying to paint, paint just a total, complete picture of how Much of an expert he was in his own game. And so he went down a huge checklist of exactly what he thought his problems were. He talked in detail about on his backhand ground stroke, how his racket head didn't drop low enough. And so he wasn't swinging up towards the ball enough. He was swinging a little bit too level. And on his forehand ground stroke, he, he knew that his contact point needed to be further out in front. And and so he knew he really needed to work on his timing there. And his, his volleys, he needed to punch the ball more and, and do a better job stepping in. And on his serve, he, he needed to, to brush the ball a little more to get it to curve and, and kick more. And he just went on and on and on. These are just random kind of things that I thought up. But he just went down this long checklist of, everything that, you know, a number of things that there's no way they could have possibly covered this checklist in the one-hour lesson that they were getting ready to go through. And so it just kind of struck me after hearing this 105 minute 10-minute, like, ramble or rant about everything that they needed to make sure to touch on, and then watching the lesson take place, and the student just continued to basically totally lead the lesson. And after every rally, he would be like, Oh, oh uh, that I need to keep my head down on that one. And yeah, I, I know what I need to do there. And then I like, go back and start the next one. The coach would like feed to him, they would rally. And so what was hilarious was for me, watching him hit and seeing the contrast between what he believed he was doing and what he believed he needed to focus on and what he was actually doing, <laughs> which were, were two completely different things. And so, more than anything, as this was happening, as I watched this lesson unfold, you know, just kind of casually, obviously I had my own student to focus on, but more than anything, I was just kind of sympathizing with the coach on the other court, Because think about it from the coach's perspective. Like his time is being paid for and assumedly it's so that he can help guide this person to better tennis. That's kind of the, the point of a tennis lesson, right? But with his student taking complete control of the topics and the focus points and even like the drills and how they were hitting together where does that leave the coach what what's his job what what exactly is he supposed to do out there uh i mean really what ultimately happened is should um as this this coach is just kind of hitting back and forth, essentially he just becomes a really fancy ball machine and encourager, and occasionally just kind of he would say once in a while like, yeah, 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 you're right. Just I guess try that. And so, as long as you control the focus, and the moral of the story here, as long as you grab control of what's happening on the court, of the focus, the path you're on, the topic of every lesson. You're going to be stuck and you're going to be limited. There's going to be a very real ceiling to how far you can develop. And that ceiling is going to be dictated by your level of understanding, your level of awareness, and the vision that you have for yourself and your development and the game of tennis. This is the value that a good coach brings to the table. Those three things. I just want to touch on those three things really quickly. Understanding the coach that was working next to me had an incredible career as a player and as a coach as a player he was super high ranked was really successful and and played against other really top elite like national and international players he had a lot of experience and understanding knowing what it takes to develop you know as a player and as as a coach he's developed a lot of incredible high ranked competitive players as well and so he has all of that understanding of the steps in between each level of, of tennis and execution of the game. He's got tons of experience with students, developing them across all different levels of play. And he's got the experience level and self-development and learning of a career coach. This is what he's been doing his entire life. And at the end of the day, all of us are in a position where we don't know what we don't know. And this student's level of knowledge and understanding is just it's not even in the same universe as this coach. I just happen to know that for a fact. I know this this coach really, really well. So that's one thing that this player completely short-circuited and sacrificed by by allowing his ego to completely take over what was happening in this lesson, he totally negated. All of the knowledge and understanding that this coach could have given him about his game and what would actually help him get to the next level. Uh, The next thing, awareness. We're all limited by our self-awareness. Feel and real are two completely different things. And for the vast majority of us, there's a huge gap in between those experiences. And the concept of you don't know what you don't know applies to the body as well. We're so locked in to our pet habits and our ways of moving our our bodies and moving our racket and so a tiny tweak of how the racket's moving or how our body is is moving feels like a huge change to the mind and to the body and so it's easy for us to get locked in and what we think is a good improvement in the right direction is actually almost completely useless adjustment because it's not even close to what you really should be doing and so breaking out of that rut completely and doing something vastly different and better is a much better shift than I'm sorry, a much bigger shift than even we think that it is. And so at the end of the day, it's very, very unlikely for a player to self-guide in the right direction. It is possible. Please don't misunderstand me here. I'm, I'm not trying to say the only way you're going to get better is with a coach. We see players self-guide using the resources that we provide online and making big uh, improvements and making big transformations. But even there, they are trusting the process that we provide them with. They're trusting the knowledge and the understanding that we arm them with. And so they are letting go of their, their own knowledge and their own ego to a certain extent. And they're putting their trust in somebody else who has much more experience, making that transition from this level of execution to the next level of execution. And that brings me to the third thing here that this coach could have brought to the table, but was totally short-circuited, and that is vision. A good coach can see where you've been. As somebody who's been on the court their entire lives, day after day, you pick up things very, very quickly. You, you see exactly what kind of athlete you're working with. You see the, the strengths and the weaknesses of how a player moves. You can get a real quick sense for the technique they probably used a couple years ago. You know instantly what their shortcomings are now and therefore what they should be focusing on next. It's easy for a really good coach to see where you are now and see where you're going and understand very intuitively all the steps that need to come in between as opposed to trying to make it up as you go on your on your own and really relying on trial and error and seeing if this works. Nope, I'm not really hitting the ball any better after a couple of weeks. Let's see if this works. No, I'm not really hitting the ball any better after a couple of weeks with that one either. A really great coach can see where you are now and where you want to go and let you know exactly what path you should take. So this student on this morning that that I was just kind of observing on the court next to us. Because he had taken such a tight grip on everything that was going on on the court, he completely sacrificed, short-circuited, and negated all of those different things that the coach next to us brought to the table. And frankly, the only thing that hour was, was good for was just kind of drilling and hitting and and they had a good time and, you know, the coach is really experienced. He knew exactly what was happening and, and he had no problem just hitting the ball back and forth and just providing essentially a little bit of support and, and entertainment. And to some players, that's totally worth their 70 or $80 for the hour. And that's totally fine. But if you're listening to my voice right now, I know that's not worth it to you. And so I wanted to share this story just as a precautionary tale And I want you to ask yourself the question, who's in the driver's seat? Now, it's not that you shouldn't take responsibility for your development and your improvement. You should. But there comes a time and a place where you need to relinquish some of that control and allow somebody who is experienced and knowledgeable and has much more awareness and vision than you do for the game of tennis and even for yourself, allow them to take the reins, show you what to do, And finding that type of person who you trust and uh, you feel comfortable giving that control to is a really valuable and, and special thing. So hopefully this gives you something to think about if you'd like me to be that person, or Kevin or Megan, uh, the other two coaches here at Essential Tennis, make sure to check out our coaching page at EssentialTennis.com. We have lots of options to work with us. We love partnering with passionate players just like you to show them exactly what they need to do to take their game to the next level. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video audio and written lessons also be sure to subscribe to essential tennis on itunes and youtube where we are the number one resource in the world providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players thank you so much for listening today take care and good luck with your tennis